Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. You're listening to a special preview of KUNC's new show, In the NOCO, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. The Front Range is home to some of the most bike-friendly cities in the country, but bicyclists and pedestrians are facing increasing danger on many Colorado roads. We look at what's being done to try and change that. And we talk with KUNC film critic Howie Mopshevitz about the Telluride Film Festival, which marks its 50th year this weekend. It's Friday, September 1st. I'm Erin O'Toole, and this is In the NoCo. Let's start off with a look behind the headlines with the KUNC Newsroom. Investigative reporter Scott Franz has been looking into bicyclist and pedestrian safety. Hi, Scott. Hey, Erin. So you recently reported on how advocates are pushing lawmakers to dedicate more money to building safer streets. This comes after a record number of cyclist and pedestrian fatalities last year. First off, I realize you are often using your bike to get around. What has your recent experience on two wheels been like? It's interesting. You know, there are some days where it's it's great. It's life changing. You know, I I bike through different neighborhoods that I would never go through if I were behind the wheel of a car. But there are times when you get off the regional trails that run along rivers and creeks that are only for bikes and pedestrians. And when you get onto the roads without biking infrastructure, you know, I've had cars pull out right in front of me. And, you know, what I've learned quickly in those situations is that, you know, there are a lot of drivers who just aren't looking for me. Now, these dangers that cyclists and pedestrians face were the subject of a recent safety hearing at the state capitol. You spoke with some advocates. What did they have to say? They think Colorado isn't spending enough on this issue and that for many years, they say the streets have been designed for cars, you know, for faster traffic to get people in cars moving. And to change that, they say, you know, education campaigns that you know, we see regularly don't drive distracted, share the road. You know, they think that actual money toward redesigning streets is the best way to keep both drivers and cyclists safe on the roads. And that means things like diverters, you know, shutting down a street to only bike traffic um, and rerouting cars to, to streets that are busier, that are more accommodating for cars. On the other hand, cycling advocates and pedestrian safety advocates tell me that they face real headwinds. You know, every time there's a major bike infrastructure project, even in the heart of Denver, people are fighting against the barricades and, you know, the white posts you see saying that, you know, they're ugly and detract from the neighborhood. And so that results in kind of weeks of debate. What are some other related efforts you think are important to follow? I think this this push to promote alternative forms of transportation, whether it's free bus ridership in the summer or these e-bike rebates. In my mind, there has to be some accountability with it, right? I mean, lawmakers have this goal to put thousands of more e-bikers on the streets, but if the infrastructure doesn't keep up and there's no match in the things that are needed to keep both drivers and cyclists safe, you know, that might present a real problem. There's already people kind of concerned about that. 
KUNC investigative reporter Scott Franz, thank you so much for your work reporting on this, and thanks for being here. Hey, my pleasure, Aaron. The Telluride Film Festival began in the early 1970s. It's since grown into a major international festival that draws thousands of filmmakers, actors, directors, and film fans to the beautiful mountain town of Telluride every Labor Day weekend. The festival is celebrating 50 years this time, but it does so under the shadow of an ongoing writers and actors strike and following the death of two of the festival's founders, Tom Luddy and Bill Pence, within the past year. KUNC film critic Howie Mofshevitz has been a part of the festival for more years than he can maybe remember. I think that, I think, you know, 50 years is a long time. I think that I've been to 44 or 45 of them. He joins me now to talk about Telluride's early years. Howie, welcome to In the NoCo. Glad to be here with you. So how would you describe the Telluride Film Festival, for people who don't really know what it is. I know for myself, when I think of a film fest, my mind goes to Cannes or Venice and not necessarily a a tucked away mountain town in Colorado. Well, I think that Telluride is in many ways the best film festival on the planet. And many filmmakers have said the same thing to me. They love going to Telluride. Cannes is a huge market. I mean, it's wonderful. And you know, filmmakers are constantly doing interviews and and journalists are running around. You know, <laughs> it's a whole different thing. It tell your ride, you know, you're down in this little box canyon and it's as if there's no world around you. There's just the movies. The festival is celebrating 50 years this weekend. Yes. What can you tell us about the early years? Well, Telluride was not a major international destination then. It was a mining town. And I remember, you know, opening night was always in this little jewel of a theater called the Sheridan Opera House. And that's that was the heart of the festival. And Bill Pence, one of the founders and directors, would get up and talk. And then the mayor of Telluride would get up and talk. Wow. You know, I mean, it it always seemed to me like it was a guy in hiking boots who, frankly, looked stoned. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he was. Um, Yeah, and I don't mean to insult anybody, but they probably wouldn't take it as an insult. You know, there were films that showed in a Quonset hut. Wow. Which was not cozy. <laughs> Rustic, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then there's the the Nugget Theater, which was the one movie house in, in Telluride. And, and that was the festival. And a friend of mine who went to the first one said that Bill Pence, you know, one of the founders, Bill Pence and his wife Stella owned the Flick Theaters in Denver. Okay. Which were in Larimer Square, really Denver's first art houses. And... Bill went to this friend, a guy named Al Miller, and he said, is it too expensive? It was 30 or $35. You got a ride down on a bus, you got a place to stay, and you got a pass to the festival. Wow. Which went, you know, from Labor Day weekend, it was, you know, Friday, you know, Friday evening through Monday. 30 or $35. Bill was worried that it was too expensive. You know, that was 1974, but... You know, even, you know, okay, multiply it by 10 and you still can't buy a pass to the festival. <laughs> right. So the Telluride Film Fest is pretty famous for keeping the lineup a secret yes. until folks are there in the mountains. The festival has just been open for 
less than a day. What can you tell us? Because I'm assuming now you know the lineup. Yes. There's a tribute to the German director, Wim Wenders, um, who was one of the key directors of what was called the New German Cinema in the 70s. And, you know, um, he's 78 now, and he's got two films at the festival. And, you know, Wim Wenders has always had that taste for what's unexpected and really, you know, off the radar. Lots to look forward to then. Yes. Well, Howie Mopshevitz, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me about this. I hope you have a great, great time at the festival this year. Thanks, Erin. I love talking to you. Take care. Howie Mopshevitz teaches film and television at CU Denver. He also teaches in the Telluride Film Festival's Symposium for College Students. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. This episode is a special preview of our show, which you can hear starting September 12th during KUNC's Morning Edition or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. If you have ideas on what you'd like to hear covered, let us know. Send us an email at noco at kunc.org. That's N-O-C-O at kunc.org. Our producer is Jocelyn Mesa Miranda. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm Erin O'Toole. See you next time.